You're listening to Speak Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. This summer, I'm preaching a sermon series called Steps to Christ. I want to walk closer with Jesus, and I would be so grateful if I could help you walk closer with Him. In preparation for this series, I've been reviewing a little book called Steps to Christ by Ellen White. It was first published in 1892, and it has helped countless people around the world walk closer with Jesus, and it's had a large impact on my own spiritual growth. The book has 13 chapters, and I've had the privilege of having conversations with leaders in the Alaska Conference. That's the organization that my church belongs to, and I've talked with them about the message of this book and how it can help us walk closer with Jesus. So for today's episode, I'm sharing one of these conversations. Here it is. We have this great picture of Jesus in Revelation chapter 3. He says, Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'm going to come in and eat with you. And it gives this picture of an eager Jesus. He's not played in hide and seek. He's eager to come in if we'll just open the door. We have a God who wants to be known. He wants us to be in relationship with him. He's not trying to decide how many people he'll let into his life this year. He's eagerly pursuing us and wanting us to know him. Think about the privilege of knowing the God of the universe and that he's welcoming me into that knowledge. We're thinking about steps to Christ. And one of the steps we get to take as a Christian is growing in our knowledge of God. And it is a knowledge that is not kept from us like a stringent God wanting to be hidden. He is giving us knowledge of him through relationship and nature and the word. So we're going to think about taking that step today of increasing our knowledge of an awesome God. So I'm having that conversation with Pastor Kevin Miller. So let's talk about that, a knowledge of God. Yeah, I, I think you're right. You know, God God wants to be known. He, You know, as a pastor, one of the things I've noticed over the years with people is, they really want to be known. Even guys like me, when I first started, uh, I didn't want to be, I was very private and whatever, but I did want to be noticed by the pastor or I did want to be noticed by someone who represented something, right? Uh, Whether it be at church or whether it be at the job I was doing, you know, being noticed for the work I was putting in, those kind of, we want to be known. And, and God wants to be known. And there's no question about that. And in fact, the Apostle Paul said in uh, Philippians that he counted all things lost for the knowledge of Christ so that he could have that deeper walk with Jesus, that deeper uh, friendship, if you will. Let, let's go past relationship and let's get into friendship. Let's get into uh, that rubbing shoulders together, you know. Um, and and experiencing things together, you know, like we did with the marathon, right? We learned That's a little right. something about one another through that process, and that we both enjoy physical things and physical activity, and, and we that both kind of get thing. tired. <laughs> Some of us, one of us, a little quicker than others, but uh, but we but we enjoyed that together, and we got an opportunity to to learn about each other. 
in a little different way. And that's what the knowledge of, of God is about, the knowledge of Jesus is about, right? And so here's one of the ways that, that uh, I'd like to point out maybe two of these ways. One of them here is, comes from our book, Steps to Christ. And this is page 85. And it says, uh, God would have his children appreciate his works. In other words, he wants to be known for that, you know, because he, he gave it, he, he designed it and created it for us to enjoy, to, to appreciate, to, to use, right? And delight in the simple, quiet beauty with which he has adorned our earthly home. Yeah, you know, we live in Alaska, so we get to wake up and we get to, we kind of are, are, uh, are spoiled with sure. with getting to see the beauty not only in summer you know when we think about summer but also in winter time the you know really the way uh, Alaska is right uh, he is a lover of the beautiful and above all that is outwardly attractive he loves beauty of character and he would have us cultivate purity and simplicity the quiet graces of the flowers so here's God he loves beautiful things. Now, I'm not much of a, I don't have a much of an artistic eye. I don't set up things that well. I, I trust Mrs. Miller to take care of that in our sure. home. <laughs> she, has, she is a very creative lady. Uh, uh, I have a son who's actually an artist. Um, and all of my kids are, are fairly creative. But uh, for me... Uh, I, I don't have that, that particular gift. But when I think about God wanting to have us appreciate the beauty of his creation, to know him as someone who likes beauty, it begins to, to elevate my mind because a lot of the times the, the way I work in my mind is I'm, I'm in problems, I'm solving problems, I'm thinking about the next thing that has to happen in, in the ministry or whatever. And to step back a little bit, take that deep breath and say, uh, let, me, let me contemplate. I love the mountains, you know, uh, and the majesty that they, they give to us. And even the fortress-like uh, aspect to it, a, kind of a safetyness to it, right? Um, and there's God there. There's, there's God there. I took a motorcycle trip one time around Lake Superior. And uh, it, on the Canadian side, it, the, the lake uh, disappeared for a while because of the way the road was routed. And we were coming up this, this incline, and it was taking us around this corner. And as you came up this incline, there was a bay. And it just kept opening up and up and up. And there were little islands all poking up out here in this bay. And as you came around, then the whole panoramic thing was, you saw yeah. the picture. And it was just, it was a very spiritual moment for me as I'm looking at this, this scene in real time on the back of a motorcycle. And it's just kind of doing this kind of movie kind of thing, you know. And you're thinking, and God did this, you know. Yeah. I mean, this is my God. This is, this is the God that I walk with. This is the God who has called me. This is the God who has poured his love into me and has allowed me to have this experience in, in his beauty, right? Uh, and so it takes that, that, when we're in nature, it, it really does take our minds and, and put them in a place where I think we can have 
uh, a really meaningful yeah. conversation with God. The perspective, uh, I know, so at the time we're recording this, um, we, we have some, some big uh, shoes to fill in Amazing Grace Academy. And to me, it seems just, how, how's this going to happen? Mm. And I was, I was thinking that way just this last Friday and sat with a friend who showed me a song. I don't actually remember what the song is called, but it says, when you speak, a hundred billion stars were hung in space. And, and it goes on like this about the enormity of creation coming from just the Word of God. Um, and after that song and, and a conversation we had together, my perspective was refreshed, thinking, oh yeah, he breathes out stars. <laughs> he speaks in the world that comes into existence. He probably knows what we need and he knows how to provide it. Mm. And even though our problems aren't, um, aren't simple, the perspective of nature, oh, my God did that. Right. And that's a lot bigger than this other little thing. And I need that. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's getting to know God. Mm -hmm. That's getting to begin to... Um, step up from some of the more, as, as the apostle called it, the milk of the word and getting into the deeper things, uh, grounding ourselves in, his, in who he is and how we can be part of his family, right? He calls us as sons and daughters of God. And to think of him in terms of being a father and all of us, even those of us who don't have a dad, would love to have a dad. Um, we're, we're looking, and you know, studies show all this stuff. But we do have one who has called us and wants us to get to know him. And, uh, and who wants us to know that he knows us. You know, not, not in that superficial acquaintance way, but in the real deep um, friendship or relational way yeah. that we've been talking about. Yeah. You had another one you wanted to share. Yeah, so, so once we, we have this idea about who he is or we're, we're thinking in these spiritual terms from a, just a perspective of looking out at our world, then he invites us to, to begin to dig into his word. And there's a lot of people who study the Bible and I think study it at, to their detriment because they study it to prove themselves right. Mm -hmm. And that's not what the Bible's for. The Bible is for us to get to know God, mm -hmm. to get to know Jesus. He said, these are the, uh, testify to me. And so if we're reading in the Old Testament, and he said this when there was only an Old Testament, we need to be finding Jesus in the Old Testament. We need to be finding Jesus in, of course, it's all about the New Testament, as you mentioned, Revelation. Um, that So here on page 87 of this little book, uh, uh, the observation is, God speaks to us in His Word. Uh, he talks, it talks about uh, the people uh, of old, they were men subject to, to like passions as we are. We talked about Elijah in another video. You know, we see, and he got depressed and so forth. We see how they struggled through discouragements like our own, how they fell under temptation as we have done, and yet took heart again and conquered through the grace of God. 
and beholding, we are encouraged in our striving after righteousness. As we read of the precious experiences granted them of the light and love and blessing it was theirs to enjoy and of the work they wrought through the grace given them, the spirit that inspired them kindles a flame of holy emulation in our hearts and a desire to be like them in character, like them to walk with God. All right, so what, what got Elijah through that, that experience where, you know, after the Mount Carmel experience and he's all, I mean, everybody is, wow, you know, he just put down the worship of Baal and, and rain came back and he runs down the mountain ahead of the king and then Jezebel um, threatens him and he runs off, right? Um, yeah, we can relate to that. There are times in my life where I've come down off that mountain, so to speak, and then I'm in the valley, all yeah, right? And yet, somehow God is there still. He's still there. He's still there. And uh, I read an article once on, uh, on uh, Charles Spurgeon, who evidently suffered from um, what we would call manic depression today, or bipolar um, used to be called. But he had times where, I mean, you couldn't stop him. He, he developed all these ministries and a seminary and, you know, he preached thousands of sermons. And so, but there were times when he would spend weeks in bed because he was so depressed. And he said, I would never trade one of those times of my depression because I knew that was when Jesus was closest to me. And he had to feel him by faith, right? But that was the deep knowledge that Spurgeon had of, of Jesus, was he knew Jesus wasn't going to leave him. That's right. Even though he was feeling in that, in that place, Jesus was still right there beside him, carrying him even, uh, holding him. And that's, that's the level of knowledge that we're talking about in our steps to Christ. And it and for me it's it's that experience, like we talked about the beautiful nature and stuff. It's the experience of life that we live with him as we combine it with the Bible and reading it to understand him mm-hmm. and who he is and what he means to me in my life. Yeah. I think that's the beauty of uh of the, the journey of gaining knowledge of God is it's not just for one personality type. You mentioned nature. We both happen to love outdoor activity mm-hmm. in nature. You don't have to love hiking a mountain to see God's beauty in nature because remember, He created everything. Yeah. So the nature of relationships or mm-hmm. the nature of um, something that is indoors even. you know, Everything is a creation of God. So when we study for him, and you mentioned the word, um, every personality type can access a way of learning about God. And there's a, a line in this chapter that reminds us of, of the key thing, um, no matter what avenue you take to learn about God, it says, the spirit of truth is the only effectual teacher of divine truth. This is mm-hmm. page 91. So whether it's mountains or the Bible or relationships, or, or ceramics, or 
whatever you're looking for the creator in. It's the spirit of truth that's the only effectual teacher of divine truth. How must God esteem the human race since he has given his son to die for them and appoints his spirit to be man's teacher and continual guide? So wherever you're looking for knowledge of God, there's a common denominator. The spirit of truth guides us in the truth. Exactly. And I'm going to add on to not only is it for every personality, but it's for every person. Mm-hmm. Um, not, just, not just pastors, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're pastors, and we have felt the call to that, and, and we want to honor that God and what He has done in our lives to, to accept that call. But th- this understanding of the knowledge of God is, is not just for people who are employed in a religious organization. This is for every person who wants to be a son or daughter of God. And, and I, I appreciate what you said about the personalities and, and how he can cover every single one of us. doesn't matter if we're, we're a truck driver over the road, whether we're in the military, whether we're uh, a homemaker, whether we're uh, a doctor or high, high businessman or whatever it is that we find ourselves in life. Uh, God's there. And we can find, we can find him and know him in those in those realms, you know. Uh, and if we'll just uh, be patient and let him reveal himself there. That's right. So I know in my own search for knowledge on things that uh, learning is hard. Uh, I've t- attempted to learn Spanish multiple times, and I always <laughs> tell myself, "This is the time I'm going to do it." So for those of us joining in this conversation who want to take steps with Christ and grow spiritually, uh, enrolling in the school of Christ is worth it. Amen. And whether you do that through a mountain retreat or you, you go to a Bible study or whatever God is calling you to, uh, it, it doesn't happen without space on your calendar and a priority and intentional effort. It has to be something we give ourselves to. And and God's created a brain and given us a mind that we can develop knowledge. And to develop a knowledge of Him is the knowledge that brings, it opens the door to everything else. So as you're growing spiritually, maybe the step you need to to take is intentionally putting growth in the knowledge of God into your calendar, into your habits, your weekly rhythms, and get to know Him more. Get to know who he is. Look for him in these ordinary things of life. Lord, what would you have me to learn of you through this situation here? And I want to grow in that knowledge. I want um, our community around us to grow in that knowledge. And invite Pastor Kevin Miller to lead us in a prayer for that. Our gracious Lord, we're so grateful that you have revealed yourself uh, to us in so many different ways, whether it's through nature, whether it's through your word, uh, through the experiences we may have interacting with uh, spiritual mentors or conversations that we have, uh, the, the activities that we may engage in and where we see you with us. And it's just, it's just really an a overwhelming privilege to think that you would uh, allow us to know you uh, as in that relational way. And so as we do that, Lord, I pray that you will give us the 
the mindset, the intentionalness, the the um, wanting to get to know you in that deep way. Uh, we know things about you. Uh, we know things that come from you, but we want to know you uh, the way you uh, know us. And so I pray that for those out there who are taking this step, this next step into uh, deepening their understanding of who you are, I pray that your spirit will guide, direct, fill, and give them uh, what you desperately want to, uh, them to have, and that is you. So we thank you for this. I thank you for Jesus, in whose name I pray. Amen. Amen. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Well, thank you for listening to Speak, Lord. And as a Speak, Lord listener, I want you to know that I pray every day for your spiritual growth. I hope that these conversations are helping you to take steps with Jesus. And if you want to go deeper in the Steps to Christ journey, I invite you to check out the sermon series that follows the same study. You can find that at PastorRyanRogers.com. And I will not be preaching the last half of the series. From July 29 to September 19, the messages that are shared in the series will be shared by some friends of mine who are stepping in while I'm gone on sabbatical. And if you would pray for my time away, I would appreciate it. I'm anticipating a really special time with family and with God, and I look forward to coming back refreshed and ready to share some of that blessing with you right here on Speaking.